0: Why do you count down zencaster i just when i hit record i don't need a countdown i'm just i'm ready let's do it already done the countdown anyway what's up fam welcome to the most the normal gamers podcast episode 155 we are recording this on wednesday january 11th 2023 i am your host john swanson joining me today is james Butlord primus <laughs> how's it going just, man well
1: I realize it's January 11th, which means in two months, I'm going to be 34. And
0: uh, Mm -hmm. I'm not ready for this stage of my life. Well, here's the thing, James. I'm 40. And I don't feel bad for you.
1: (laughs) 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 Yes, I don't. There is a... There's always going to be people older than me. So I, <laughs> Yeah, it turns out. You're always, out. Like, you're always you're the
0: last one.
1: <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're so young. It's like, fuck, I don't feel like it. My back hurts all the time. My knees are terrible. Like, come on. Right. But I guess it just gets worse. So
0: I don't know, man. I guess. I don't know. I think I would say I'm in better shape now than I've probably ever been in my life.
1: Oh, what? So I have At something 40? to look forward to.
0: Yeah, but I have, you know, I don't know. It's not to say I don't like have the aches and pains of growing old and whatnot, yeah. but I think if you take care of yourself and try to take care of yourself, my recommendation would be to like, do your best to do, be the person, be the way you want to be by the time you're 40, like fair physically enough. because it's not easier once you turn 40. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So anyway, well, happy early birthday. I well guess. <laughs> two months away. <laughs> well I'll write it down in my calendar. Oh, thank you. Um uh, that's March eleventh for everybody out there oh, listening. Dude, that's our my wedding anniversary also. Oh, that's well that's easy for also, you. Also, are you a three eleven fan? Three Do you know the band, 311? Know the band three
1: eleven? Maybe you're too young.
0: What? Too young? Yeah. Ah, uh, when did they come out? When did they Well, their the biggest band? album was like nineteen ninety six, I guess. Yeah, so it would have been like young. But yeah. But oh, they're based what? out of Omaha, Nebraska. Like yeah. that's where they came from. But they're actually like globally. Like they're not huge, but people know 311. People my, my age know My favorite musician is Frank
1: Zappa. And he died before I could possibly enjoy his his music. So
0: fair. Um, well, I might bug my... you with a bunch of 311 stuff. Just okay, for cool. Fun. cool. Are you on Spotify?
1: Cool. Uh, I, I use my Apple. Um,
0: <sighs> Apple Music. My nephew but, does that too. It's very the frustrating. Only, the only
1: thing I use Spotify for is mm-hmm. Kojima's podcast and uh, <laughs> mostly normal gamers. podcast. I didn't
0: what I didn't know he
1: Kojima has a podcast. Yeah, it's it's really it's called like brain structures, and he's got him and Jeff Keeley. There is an English like dub of like like so he released two episodes. One is all in Japanese. One is his uh, English dub. And it sounds, it's like, it's very Kojima. Like, he's got, like, a little robot assistant that'll talk to him if he doesn't have somebody to talk to on his podcast. It's <laughs> just, like, it's clearly just, like, a voice mod that somebody is using. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, awesome. Oh, it's it's so, it's so Kojima. But it's good. It's really, I enjoy the episodes that I've listened to of it. And, uh, um, yeah, no, it's, he's it's, it's a crazy crazy guy and he tells you all the stories of game development his love for stories movies and books yeah um, just yeah
0: cool speaking of which man has anybody you know how he instructed everyone to go dissect the um trailer yeah did uh, people DS do that uh, yeah. i'm sure there's people out there doing it
1: i have not like fully but i am so pumped for like dark uh, dark souls
0: uh <laughs> wrong ds death yeah. Dude, um, i'm just like his like death stranding just proves it because it's such a dichotomizing game you know like it polarizes people and i don't think the people who say it sucks are like necessarily wrong because i can totally see if you love metal gear solid you don't play death stranding and be like yep this is my jam but like i'm just a i will Officially just play whatever Kojima makes because I, oh, for I'm sure. just fascinated by it.
1: He just he has just a, a way of telling a story. Everything plays out like a scene. I loved the Death Stranding story. I loved the the atmospheric environments that you just hike through, but then like immediately are like as soon as it starts to rain, you start to panic. And then like the the monsters in that game are fantastic. The like just it's it becomes this weird. Like, it goes from, like, this melancholy, peaceful, like, atmosphere. It's like I'm hiking through, like, the hills of Scotland or something like that. And then suddenly uh this, like, feeling of immense dread and panic. Or, like, you see, like, the scans from, like, uh, what are they, the bag poachers or whatever, the, the guys that come and steal your your loot oh yeah 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 and like it's just like oh the stress starts to build up but then by the end game like you're starting to feel like a lot more confident like you've like upgraded all your equipment you've Mm -hmm. got you've got these networks going and like it just becomes this like weird little like uh, I don't know what like well-oiled machine where you're like, you're zip lining places. You're hunting down those guys that were once like hunting you down. Yeah. Um, but you can't kill them because if you kill them, that's a whole yes, new well, game.
0: Yeah. Nuclear it's, explosion.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Like you got to like deal with, uh, I once accidentally like ran over like five guys, like trying to escape. <laughs> yeah, And it was know. like this, I went back, I had to go back and like, um, like bring back the Jeep, make sure there's nobody around, start loading up the bodies, driving yep. them one by all. Oh. But because guess what? They punish you for like the other all alternative option, I just like let it nuke and then res- essentially reset. Yeah. But yeah. Um it's good. It's a such a such a good game. I love yeah. it.
0: When they came out with the director's cut or whatever, like I wanted to go back and platinum it and I went back and it just reminds you of like Anytime you do that, if you just have like some things to clean up and you haven't played a game for a long time, oh, it yeah. reminds you of like how difficult it is to get back into it. Because I, I played for a while and I was just clearly not in the zone for it because yeah. I was getting eaten by those or just gobbled up by the little black pools that come up and what are the BTs? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think you it's right. BBs, BTs. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the BTs. BTs. Yeah, BBs the baby. Yeah. Which is anyway. not us now, I guess. Yeah. I mean, unsurprisingly, it's getting even more trippy, but yeah, whatever. I'm stoked for it. Anyway, yeah. uh, let's maybe get into our show. Uh, <laughs> if you want to be part of the conversation, you can hit us up on Twitter at MN Gamers Podcast. You can email us to podcast at mostly normal com. You can voicemail or text us at 507-291-2991. And lastly, you can check out, uh, most normal monthly at mngamers.substack.com. And Chris is bound and determined to resurrect that this year. And I'm all for it, man. I am Um, too.
1: I, I love, I used to love writing video games. Like I used to write a ton of stuff for like when I did, um, YouTube videos, I would write out all my scripts. So essentially my scripts were just small essays, yeah, so, I bet.
0: Yeah, Chris was I'd, I'd down. really good at it and has done a lot of it, so I like doing it. I'm not going to say I'm good at it, but I certainly enjoy it. Um, anyway, I hope that does happen, but now that we're done with the lowdown, let's talk about what we've been playing. Tell me about FroGun.
1: <laughs> yes, I, uh, I've i been playing a little bit of an indie game that I found um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's called Frogan. It has the visuals of like a early 64 kind of era video game, um, deliberately, but it plays like Mario 3D land meets like Banjo Kazooie in a much slower environment. Uh, you don't walk very fast, but you're like, it's a collectathon. you're collecting all the coins, so you, you gotta watch out for the bad guys, which are like flies and, and rats and stuff like that. But the big thing about this game is you're, you're this little girl who's looking for archaeologist <laughs> parents and um, she has a frogun, which...
0: Sorry, I just a... looked up the image, like, right? It looks like you've been wanting to play high on life, but you haven't been able to. <laughs> oh, so you just decided to play frogun instead. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs>
1: a frog gun is a frog gun. But he's got a personality. He, he rivets it. It's very Banjo Kazooie when he, he talks to you. He's like, rub, 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 every time, like, and all of his text comes across the screen. And, and, uh, and you like, but it's like this little grappling hook and it like zips you across the, the, uh, the environments and stuff like that. And you use it to like grab enemies and launch enemies at other enemies and, and zip line across. But like, you're like immediately, I was able to see like, oh, like there's a lot of like, speedrunner tech immediately built into this game like i can see how somebody could just blast through this and i've been playing it for a few days and then just uh i think on monday uh it's the uh G- AGDQ, awesome mm-hmm. games quick oh yeah ready for uh a, a bunch of uh stream uh, speedrunners stream That's, did you say it just started on monday it started on sunday Um, But I believe Monday they played Frogun in the evening. And uh, (laughs) I'd been playing Frogun for a few days. So it's like great to watch them actually do. I was like, oh, this this would be a speedrunner tech. And they're like, no, they didn't even bother with that because they're too busy skipping the level in a more insane way. And it's just, it's crazy. It's such a fun little game. The further you get into it, the more like challenging and like daunting the puzzles are. And it's like, it's cool. I love it. It's, It's been, I've been having a blast
0: playing it. Dude, it um, looks fun. It looks uh, like it's a 3D platformer. Yeah. I it's love super, 3D platformer. It's super chill.
1: It's not like you're never, like, nothing's moving at a speed where you're stressed except for like the odd, like I think there's one race level for each world. I think there's a total of five worlds and about six to seven levels in each of them. And, uh, I mean, it's not a super long game, but I'm only halfway through and I've played for quite a few hours now, um, but mostly because I'm anal retentive and I keep going back and I say, I can 100% this level. I can do yeah, it. But, I get that. Man. <laughs> I missed that one thing. I'm doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I've been really enjoying it for what it is. And so I like supporting indie devs when they create something original and quirky and and so it makes me uh, long for the old days of uh, 64 games or whatnot. Um, other than Frogun, I've been playing a little bit of unmetal. I don't know if you're familiar with this game. It sounds really familiar. It's an indie game that is heavily inspired by. Oh um, yeah. Metal gear. Um, the original metal gear games. Yeah. Cause you've been
0: streaming this, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I stream. I streamed it for the first time last Wednesday. Okay. And, uh, and today I will be playing some more. I'm really excited, but it is fucking hilarious. And that is like the, the biggest thing, the writing in this game is just so witty. And so like tongue in cheek, they're making fun of the tropes. They're like your character is, is snake and he's been in prison for, well, he's not snake. He's what he's Fox, which is clearly oh. a, a reference to um, the Fox unit dying, that, that, stuff, that, that yeah. snake was a part of. Um, and uh he's been prison in prison for a crime he he never committed or whatever and he makes sure that everybody he talks to knows this um and and like he is actually like the story is being narrated by him to like a like military official who's like questioning his escape from this military prison and uh and it's really funny because like he'll like he'll keep going so he's like yeah, so I walked into this area and there were, and then it's like gives you two options at the bottom of the screen, like two guards, one guard. And you're like, well, which one am I going to pick? And so you pick like one guard and it's like, there was one guard. And then it's like, so you deal with one guard. But if you pick two, there's two guards. But the further you get into the game, the more absurd the answers are. And so it's like, um, uh, so I, I just fought a boss and it was a like an octa like this garbage octopus monster and it's like halfway through the fight he goes um it goes wasn't wait, didn't you say there were tentacles? He's like, Yes, there were and then you get to choose two, um, four or six. And if you choose two, he's like, There was two tentacles thousand tentacles and the whole like it's just tentacles everywhere and then uh he's like oh there but if you choose four he chooses there was four t tentacle or four fourteen tentacles or something like that and then for six there's actually just six so the higher number was actually the easier option like it's it's really clever how they keep doing stuff like that and it's just really tongue-in-cheek and it plays kind of like a metal gear game like And it just, it's really fun. I've been having a lot of fun playing it. It's a great streaming game.
0: Have you ever played the original one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have
1: not the original. I have, I have the original on NES. So I've played that one multiple times, but my first Metal Gear game ever was Snake's Revenge for the NES, which is the unofficial sequel to Metal Gear when they're like, Hey, it did really well in America. We should make a sequel. And Kojima was like, I'm too busy making, I think he was making Snatcher or whatever. And so uh, they just gave it to another developer and he created Snake's Revenge. And it only released in, uh, I think, the U.S. and uh, or North America. And then, like, the, it was doing numbers. So Kojima was like, oh, maybe I should go back and make a, actually make a sequel for Metal Gear. So he made the actual Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Oh, gotcha. So th- my first game in the franchise was an unofficial <laughs> sequel. But Wait, yeah.
0: So what was your first one in the franchise then? The actual Snake's first Revenge. One? Snake's Revenge was my first oh, one. Oh, gotcha. Yeah,
1: so it was like that... Like It's like a largely like considered not a real Metal Gear game.
0: Gotcha. I may have to... I've never played any of the NES ones. My oh, first yeah. Metal Gear was the one on PlayStation. PlayStation. Metal Gear
1: Solid, I, so. I actually... Didn't play the one on place. I played a little bit of it when it w- k- first came out, but I never owned a PlayStation. So it was always at friends houses. And my first like full like Metal Gear experience where I actually fell in love with the franchise beyond like messing around on the NES was um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes for the GameCube. Oh, gotcha. And so it was Metal Gear Solid. And then I yeah. went in and pl- beat the rest of the Solid. Like I played Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 when it came out. And then uh, uh, I went back and rebeat all the NES ones that I had, and and uh, yeah, just fell in love with the series from there.
0: Yeah, it's it's. If you ever, I don't know, that one's so fantastic, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Um, oh, just... I think I played it on PlayStation Two, like because since PlayStation Two is backwards compatible, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that's I think right. that's how I played it.
1: Nice. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those things where you're like. I don't know. Like, I think you look at it, it, it in such a fond light, but if you go back, there's a lot of interesting writing choices. I just don't think would fly today.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: There's oh like one whole area is like, you have to identify the enemy soldier or who the, the, the fake soldier is by staring oh, at yeah. their asses. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he keeps re- fondly reflecting on like that, like Meryl's butt from like the prison scene. So you're like, yep. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Well,
0: safe to say snake has a libido. That's, <laughs> yeah. um, well, what else? Oh, and then I guess this will be an easy transition. Tell me about your uh, experience with God of war.
1: Well, I did it. I got the platinum. Yeah. <laughs> I finished it all. I fight. I fought the Gnar, and uh, that fight was that was a doozy. It's brutal, man. My God, if I had to turn on. There's a feature in the game that allows you to uh, essentially checkpoint in boss fights. Oh, and if you do half health, like half health, and then you lose, you, the you will start the fight with the enemy at half health and that is how i had to beat her like she was just too aggro for me and i yeah that makes me
0: feel better man because you play a lot of souls games and i was like i bet people who play souls games are just like laughing at this boss probably but like (laughs) it it was very frustrating because i think you can tell that she gets stronger as her health gets lower Mm -hmm. which i i was like that's kind of bs but there's also you know every game that you play like you as a character, you usually can add buffs that like may help you like get stronger as your health declines. Like Mm -hmm. God of war, I'm pretty sure has either a relic or a piece of armor that, uh, there is can buff your health as you or buff your melee damage as your health decreases. So
1: there is uh yeah, there is, I was actually using that one. I think it's like the, it's one of the perks from what are they like those? They're not the relics. They're not the, they're like the amulets or something like that, that you collect. Yep. And there's a uh, set that does, like, three of them makes a a, a bonus. Perk, yeah. If you're uh, if you're at um, below 50% health, you get a boost in, in strength.
0: So Yeah, I got her down there a few times and lost. I think it took me, I don't even know how many tries, in, like, four or five hours. Yeah. It was fun, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to do it again. But <laughs> no. It was... It was a challenging boss. And then once it just it did remind me a lot of like a soul's boss because you have to go and you have to learn what they're going to do and look yeah, for certain things responses to it yeah and what like
1: oh they're they're flying up into the air it's time to get somebody to shoot an arrow at them and yeah exactly and knock them and, back down and oh they're gonna do this move and it's basically unstoppable unless i use like a rage power or something like that yeah exactly
0: and oh. the, the other thing that frustrated me with that boss man it was we like if you use the rage there are three different like you can do wrath valor and fury yeah i think uh and if you hit them it does this like stun burst yeah where uh it knocks the enemy back if her health gets low enough you can do that and she'll she will go right through it she will do her attack right through it so like you can't i think towards the end you just like I was just like, I'm just not going to use any special attacks because they don't, the stun won't work. It doesn't stun her any longer. So, because she was killing me, like, I would have her like dead to rights and like she was killing me uh, by going through these like attacks that were previously like completely throwing her back. So,
1: I am, most of my fights, like those hard fights or whatnot, I would, uh, I would win them by as soon as they got to low health i just start spamming the arrows from the, the allied person oh, yeah just be like just tick them down that little bit i don't want to have to run across the map and try and get them before they've already done like an uncounterable move or yeah oh yeah it was grizzly but yeah i'm i was i'm pretty proud of that platinum i'm happy even though i had to change the difficulty a little bit to uh cater to Uh, my aging fingers yeah
0: well that and like yeah i I mean i i like to play a lot of games man so i don't really i mean i didn't do that i didn't even know that was an option otherwise i probably would have at some point but like um yeah uh oh do you think there's gonna be dlc or i don't think they're
1: gonna have dlc for it the only thing is because i think there's gonna be a third and i think it's gonna be um i'm I'm trying to anticipate what it's going to be about and i don't want to spoil anything because it's still a fresh game um but i would love to do it like maybe we could do a spoiler cast about god of war ragnarok where we talk about all the intricacies of the story yeah um honestly there is i think there is a lot of loose and like open-ended things that we can dive into with that game that still hasn't been touched on. There's even like quest lines that you do in Ragnarok and like you talk to Mimir and he's like, "Oh, maybe we should follow up on that like some like some other time or whatever." It would mm-hmm. be interesting to see what like what happened with that and you just don't learn anything about it and it's like, "Oh, interesting. All right. I guess so." Yeah. So I I I loved it. It was a great game.
0: Yeah. I'm just my nephew was telling me that there's I guess Cory Barlog said this was going to be the last game in the Norse mythology. I that I agree.
1: I do believe that is true. Okay. I believe they're going somewhere else, and but they're well, going to
0: close these loops.
1: I th- I think so because they they made a lot of implications throughout the game that there are other realms. Like obviously we know that because Kratos came from another realm. I oh think yeah from, yeah yeah right, and it is like they do talk about like Norse mythology being like the the creation of like, they, they talk about the creation of the universe and they create all that sort of stuff. But that is for their universe, right? Like, it's almost like maybe it's more uh, literal dimensions than just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just, Oh, he just came from Greece and in Greece they had a whole different set of gods. Oh no. Like maybe they literally just have different, Realms of existence.
0: Yeah, I don't. Did they ever talk about how Kratos ever even got there to begin with? Not once. They they just talked
1: They they do talk about his homeland and all of like the traditions. And Mimir is familiar with it. Mimir knows of that stuff. He he goes forget. Like he's like, oh, correct me if I am wrong, but I remember hearing it like this. Then Kratos goes, oh, that's a lot of theatrics. It was a lot more.
0: Yeah but the they never course, they're never like hey kratos speaking of which how did you get here like why yeah. are you here yeah from random greece well funny story i took a wrong turn and i don't know just got on the wrong plane yes exactly <laughs> but last, yeah, agree I, last time i
1: fly alaska airlines that's for <laughs> yeah, sure <laughs>
0: yeah exactly um yeah. So, what else? What um, have you been playing? Yeah. Well, I also platinum the God of War. What? No, I'm just kidding. Yes, <laughs> it's true. Uh, which I guess I think we've talked about enough about that, given our uh, Goaty Pod and this particular <laughs> one and previous ones, probably. But I also oh, finished Legend Zelda Minish Cap.
1: Oh heck, yes! Which How do was you like
0: it. It was good. It was like kind of i won't say slightly maybe overstate its welcome and it, it's just it's i don't know it's antiquated you know what i mean it's a 20 year old game yeah so there are certain things that just like you know do you remember the game very well
1: like very vaguely i remember okay. mold gloves i remember you start off by delivering a sword i remember there's sword scrolls where you learn all
0: your moves mm-hmm. and then
1: you fight Vitae at the end
0: Yeah, and then like there's these things called kinstone pieces and you have which is you have like half of a kinstone piece and you have to go approach like other characters and a little like speech bubble pops up if they also have a kinstone piece and then you hit select and you can match kinstone pieces with them and that's how you unlock secrets like you can get your extra bottles that way. There, There are heart pieces, there are... What else? I'm trying to think. Random things. Sometimes it's something as simple as like rupees. Yeah. Um. So it's a variety of things. Nothing really, I don't think that's like story based necessarily. But the thing is like you get to the end and you have all these kinstone pieces left and there are probably characters that you can go match them with, but you don't remember where all the characters are and you would literally have to go through like every single character to find everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you'd have to go back through. Like I would have to go like Oh, I open this one. So I go open whatever's in there. And then, well, I still have, you know, a hundred, however, not really a hundred, but however many kinstone pieces. So I could go through Hyrule village and talk to everyone there or go to the Minish village and talk to the people there. And if I can't find them, like you just, there's a lot of backtracking if you want a hundred percent, you know? Yeah. And I think this might be a good poll that I'm going to post on Twitter is like, where what's a, what's the appropriate heart level to be like, okay, I can finish this game now in Zelda. Is it, what are, what is your feeling?
1: Um, personally like one full row and a half row.
0: Okay. That's That's about where I am at too. So fifteen. I,
1: I I honestly, like I always try, like if it's like games that I'm super familiar with, I just get them all. Like, like if it's a link to the past, I'll just collect them all. Um, Maybe I'll omit like one or two if I'm like, ah, let's just finish it. I can finish yeah. it with this much, right? Like, um, but typically I'll just, I'll try and collect them all. And if I can't get them all, I never sweat it. Like, there's so many games that are like, there's hearts trapped in like mini games or stuff like that. And it's just like, ah I don't, I don't want the time to do all this. Dirt. Yeah. Like, if it's in the open world, I'll get it. Like, Link to the Past, I get, I get them all. Um, uh, what's the, uh, Link's Awakening? I'll get them all. Uh, but in a lot of the others, like I think Wind Waker, even in Wind Waker, I don't think I typically collect them all just because. I don't
0: either. Cause I'm not good at those little puzzles where you have to move pieces. You know how there's one piece, oh! there's one empty space and you have to move them to create. Yeah. Picture? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, the those booger puzzle. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Wind Waker has those. Yeah. And I don't know that I've ever, I yeah. love Wind Waker. So it might be my favorite game of all time. And I don't think I've ever, uh, I think it's still my
1: favorite 3D Zelda.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's so good. Yeah, Minish Cap is certainly like worth playing. I think it's just I get hung up on like there's more things for me to find and it's annoying that I can't uh, (laughs) find this and I tried going through and like talking to people and then just got kind of frustrated and even like the scroll people that you learn moves from. Yeah, like there's Mm -hmm. one in the town and you can learn. You get like four scrolls, and then I learned that there were more. And it doesn't really, finding the other ones, it just, it's really hard to, you have to basically remember or write stuff down, man. It's like what you were talking about last week. It's like Tunic. Like yeah, you find these pieces, missing pieces of a game guide. And like, if you don't have that, like you might, if you can't remember where this thing is, like, I don't know, you're probably not going to find it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You're not going to get back there unless you're super hardcore about it. So, um, but still a fun game. And then, at your recommendation, my son and I started uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Yeah. And that so, game is awesome. Oh, yes. <laughs> I haven't played cool. it in years, but yeah. I remember very fond memories of playing And it. It, Okay. The Analog Pocket. Yeah. It's just one of the best things ever invented. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it is awesome, man. Like So my son and I are playing it, and since you can dock it, yeah. And you can, uh, you know, hook up a Bluetooth controller to it. So we hooked up the, um, why am I blanking on the name? You have one too. You have like the PlayStation looking one. 8 bit though? Yeah, 8 bit though. Yeah. I have like a, one that looks like a SNES controller.
1: Oh, I've got the same one too. It's sitting yeah. over there. And
0: that's so that we use that one. And I'm just playing it on my screen. And Guy and I, I'm reading it. And this, I posted this the other day, but there was like a meme I ran across. It. It's like this, these old school, uh, illustrations, like with modern quote unquote products and yeah. it was marketing the Game Boy, uh, <laughs> uh, SP, advanced SP, SP Advance, whatever you call it. Um, yeah. and anyway, it's like, who needs a story when you have like an SP Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 like this, is, could not be more of a perfect time. Cause I was thinking like, I'm sitting there reading these illustrations to Mm -hmm. guy, you know, and they pop up on the screen and they're, it's funny stuff, man. Like these characters are like, it's so well written and clever and just say the funniest things. And, uh, it's almost, and then we, you know, go through some action and he's trying to play. And like, then I'm playing and doing things and explaining to him and then reading. And it's, it's awesome, dude. We'll just sit there for like hours and play it. (laughs) It's a great game too. And if you're not familiar with it, it's, uh, I don't know. Is there another one like it? It's turn-based RPG. There, I, I
1: mean, there are more. So there's like kind of two camps with the Mario RPG series. There's like, so what happened is we had the Mario RPG legend of the seven stars or whatever, or whatever it was. It was the one for, um, super Nintendo. It was yeah. created by Mario RPG, right? Yeah. Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Uh, it was created by square Enix and, um, Essentially, that game came out and uh, people loved it. They wanted more, but they never did a sequel. They never did a follow up. And so Paper Mario eventually came out and that kind of followed in the same footsteps. It had the same like blood (laughs) as the the previous one. Like the the combat is very similar. You have the similar kind of power ups and abilities. And then we have Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is continuing kind of what Paper Mario did, but it was on a handheld system, and it felt like the like like j- straight just an RPG followed the Mario and Luigi line of games, whereas like the kooky let's experiment with a new paper mechanic in Paper Mario started like after a thousand year door they started doing like sticker stars or uh, what's the other one the um, there's god there was another really terrible color something with color uh where you had to color in all of the black and white things i don't know it was just paper mario paint Paint. (laughs) paper mario just started going downhill and i know the most recent one came out and i still haven't played the origami king it looks great for the most part it plays great but it still has a non-traditional battle system that a lot of the traditionalists miss but I believe Super Mario and Luigi, those games are where all of those traditional mechanics went. They said there's no point having two line of games doing the exact same thing, right? So um, I know there's like they go there's one where they go back in time and they have babies on their team. Like they have Mario and Luigi. Oh, yeah. Babies on their I've team. The,
0: um, I've only the ever played the first one. Head. Yeah. I haven't played any of them, but this is making me. I I figured maybe it was similar to the Paper Mario series, yeah. and like the like you said, the Origami, Origami King. I've heard that the writing in that is really good. Yeah. So it's made me playing this has made me be like, mm, maybe I ought to go back and check those <laughs> out. And I've never played Super Mario RPG. Like that's a good one. You
1: you could get it on the uh, unofficial, no unofficially on the pocket. And well, uh, I think so I
0: could play later. it. Isn't it on the Switch online, Nintendo Switch online. Oh yeah, it is, isn't Maybe it? it is. Yeah. I'm pretty
1: sure it came out on there. And if not, um, there's Paper Mario, and that one's right up there with the quality of, of
0: writing. But I, I'll still probably play it on my pocket just to stick it into Nintendo. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they don't like it, so I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if people. It's weird when I talk about these older games, man. Like I feel like the explanation isn't necessary but it probably is just as much as anything else like uh you know the, the turn-based kind of combat i feel like it's very simplistic but there is like a timing to it and yeah. you can, when enemies attack you you can avoid them but you have to kind of read what they're doing and figure out like a, for instance if the turtle's attacking you and it spins its head like in the let's see on the Y-axis, like, it's coming at Mario, but if it spins it on the X-axis, it's coming at uh,
1: uh yeah, yeah, Luigi,
0: you know? So you just have to, like, examine it and see what's happening and then, like, figure out how to do it. And some things will attack you and then they'll stop for a second and then they'll attack you and you have to kind of, like, figure out how to read those things before yeah. they attack you. But it's not, like, punishing where you, you know, you don't read it right away and or you don't figure it out right away and you die. Like, it's very... Mm-hmm sell a mario game where it's forgiving you know yeah um yeah it's a blast we haven't played it in like three nights and i'm like fiending dude i got like (laughs) i'm like white knuckling over here like i gotta play some superstar saga man
1: yeah there i'm glad you enjoy it because it's yeah it was i i remember the writing being just top-notch and just just a blast good memories
0: yeah if you're keeping track this is my second turn-based rpg that i've actually enjoyed
1: and both by recommendations of yours <laughs> truly really. true
0: true very true uh oh man i as a perfect not segue how about that uh remake like oh my God, that I shared, did you had you seen that before yes i i mean i've been following
1: those rumors forever and like so the visuals the remake that you see Um, that they always share. So before I go on and start talking, I'm talking, John shared a remake for Final Fantasy IX with me on Twitter the other day. And I got, uh, as usual, very excited and sad at the same time because I realized that while the rumors of the um, Final Fantasy IX um, remake have been floating around for quite a few years, um, I know that every time it comes up, it just like shatters my like I always get <laughs> shattered because it's it's not until it actually gets announced I
0: don't believe it but wasn't um, it on the NVIDIA leak yes was it, it was on the NVIDIA, Nvidia leak but same thing as it being announced uh, Oh, is it? <laughs> I mean, we need to go look at that at some point. We should I go know. through that, like, like, spend an episode going through that list and being like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure a lot of those things have come true. Oh, a lot of them have.
1: Or at least variations of them. Or at yeah. least they've, they've admitted it's true and they've actually discontinued the game or whatever. But yeah. anyway, he shares this picture. Um, it's got a picture of um, there's a group called the memorial po- project it's mostly one guy but he's had a lot of other people working on it and he's been working on recreating scenes from final fantasy 9 not the game just visual scenes like animation and and characters and stuff like that and they look amazing if you look up the memorial project it is just like everything you want final fantasy 9 remake to be because mm-hmm. it keeps that feeling of like that weird sort of like because Final Fantasy 9 has a fairy tale element to like all of their characters. They're very like larger than life. They've got disproportionate bodies that make them look like a great like Pixar or cartoon character and this project really goes into detail with capturing those sort of like uh, uh, character traits and stuff like that while maintaining like the the gestalt of the world like it really feels like you would remember it and yeah. it's uh it's great. And yes, I am devastated that we still have not had an official announcement, but I really do hope we get <laughs> a, a real true blue remake uh of it. And it doesn't have to be Final Fantasy 7 remake style. I'm just fine with take the game and just uprez it, like make it well, more than res. Redo all the models, make mm. everything beautiful. Like that that world is
0: brilliantly designed and i just want i want to relive it yeah More. i'm with you man like i that to me made it look slightly daunting because <laughs> i was like man if they make if this is what it is it'll be just like final fantasy 7 where it's going to be like a trilogy at yeah because there's yeah. no way you can get through what i sent you like in that video that short uh video in you know what i mean like if you can go into all those buildings because like in the original like you can't access everything all the time you know what i mean and maybe i don't know i i don't see any problem with maintaining that uh being true to the original you know what i mean mm-hmm. so anyway that's the second uh off topic well it's still on topic it's video games or my about? yeah <laughs> anyway uh do you want to talk about these news items that you let's talk about these news items that's not right at all i wrote Indeed. down seven thirty eight because that's the time oh that but it... will not help me in the slightest when i'm editing this <laughs> 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 yeah uh, 155 of these and i'm still a moron um uh, so james <laughs> kindly pulled these from uh this first one from ty Tyva- tom ivan over at you UG- or vgc sorry but Ubisoft has apparently canceled three unannounced games and delayed Skull and Bones again, which is like the 400th time. And I feel like, didn't we just see screens for uh, Skull and Bones recently? Oh,
1: yeah. They had a whole like little like video. What is it? I don't know. Like a a direct almost about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now they're delaying it again?
1: Yeah. And it's funny because I remember I saw a tweet from um, Steve, Steve Saylor the blind gamer. And he actually said that he saw like a build of this game. And it was like, he said it was all, it looked like it was almost done. But the fact that they're delaying it again is just like, he's kind of shocked by it. He's like, Oh wow. like I did not see that coming. Cause it's like the, yeah, it's like the sixth delay they've experienced.
0: But yeah, that's yeah. And I, I would think by this point, unless they are really just counting on it, being having that, uh, what's the xbox game that is escaping me Um, oh
1: um the sea of thieves
0: yeah thank you so much uh unless they're planning on it having that level of success which i think i don't know if people are still i'm sure some people are still playing sea of thieves but it it did take off there for um a really long time and people were it was up there on the uh Steamless and that kind of thing for a while so i i would guess they're hoping that it has that kind of impact otherwise i don't understand why you're pushing a game like Mm -hmm. this that hard but um they must believe in it man because i remember when this game was announced at e3 and i was like who fucking cares like (laughs) and like here we are like six years later still talking about it like and i still don't care like yeah apparently some people do I know
1: I know some people are really into the pirates and stuff like that and I don't mind a pirate thing I just don't really think I care about nautical adventures no. like like I love the ocean I love the sea I love being on boats in real life I think just the video game because there's just so much you're either not doing it right. Like you, because like boats are like video games have to make them engaging. So you're like flying these boats at way faster speeds and you're pretty much just using it like any other shooter, but you're on water, right? Um, It's not like you're pulling upside like miles apart from each other doing lo- volleys of cannon fire, right? Like it's not like right. actually how it is. It's not like this really strategic game of like, it's almost should be a tactics game, but yeah. um,
0: you're not having to eat oranges and limes on a regular <laughs> basis to keep away scurvy.
1: <laughs> but like, it's just like, it, it's clearly like the fantasy of it. And I just don't, that fantasy elements just seems a little like, I don't know, not not appealing to me, I guess.
0: Yeah. I will say I did enjoy it in like uh, the Assassin's Creed games. I thought they did it really well on um, Black Flag. uh, Yes, thank you. You are okay. No problem. Saving my ass today, Um, (laughs) Black Flag, and then Assassin's Creed Odyssey too was really good um, at that. So, um, but yeah, I'm overall with you. Like, I'm I'm not the market for this. So yeah. Um, But they also did say that the newest version of or newest iteration of Mario plus rabid sparks of hope didn't do well. Yeah. which just kind of to me, that's depressing, man. Cause that first one I played it and like tactics games are not my jam. Yeah. And maybe that, maybe it's a little bit too niche of a, of a, um, genre to have long-term success, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not, uh, Mario galaxy, you know what, what? I mean? You're not like selling yeah. 20, 5 million copies of that game. So, here's the thing though.
1: They also released it when like in like it was like October or whatever. It came out like s- right around like tons of major releases. Like I, yeah. it's it's right in between like God of War, Pokemon, uh what was the other one that came out around that time? There's there's like three of them that were just massive. Call of Duty always. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like what like you're in a really nasty spot. To release your game like and
0: just move it.
1: Yeah, it's like delay it like pick a find a month that's kind of a little bit quieter for game releases Mm -hmm. and release it. Then I it should be noted that Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope has gotten fantastic reviews. Mm -hmm. So it's not a bad game. It's just a not high on anybody's priorities with all of the other games that came out last year. Yeah, it was just a bad year
0: to release it. Yeah, um, in a bad time. Like, yeah. just I feel like that game. I'm sure they have investor. You know, they, I think last year they did move a ton of games, move or cancel mm-hmm. a ton of games. So I'm sure their investors weren't happy with that. And I'm sure yeah. had they moved uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, that might have been worse. But and I'm no financial es- expert, but I feel like I thought the fiscal year goes to March, but I don't know. I'm sure they had. Reasons why they launched it when they did, but um, yeah, I don't know. And Just Dance 2023, I don't know. (laughs) It's here's the reason, James. Yeah, this is the first one that wasn't on the Wii. Oh, on the is it actually the first one? I'm I'm pretty sure. I swear they've they've had maybe Just inches I know my like like my
1: kids play Just Dance all the time. I don't know what they play it on. Maybe Xbox or maybe it's on Switch, but. They, they. I'm trying to think of the consoles they actually have, right? But, like, I know they play Just Dance. I'm pretty sure Just Dance comes out almost yearly.
0: Yeah, it does. Okay. But I'm saying this is the first year that it hasn't been on the Nintendo Wii. The Wii? The Wii. I'm not saying it wrong. Okay. I'm no, not, I'm, a, just, I I'm just confused. Like,
1: I, I'm just, like... So, wait. Just the la- last year's Just Dance was on... They still release it on Wii?
0: I think... Let me... I'm going to keep looking.
1: <laughs> I'm not trying to like call you out on bullshit no, or anything. I I'm you just I'm, 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 I'm sitting sure here going like my mind is blown that they're still making Wii games.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it was a very popular system.
1: Oh, I know. It's an almost like oh, like... I
0: I was wrong. It was Just Dance 2020 was the final Wii video game. Oh, okay, physically... which
1: is still amazing that yeah. they were making Wii games in 2020. And yeah. I'll forgive you because half the time i forget that we're in 2023
0: and it's not still 2020 <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so i guess i'm a few years behind but yeah um anyway i still think that's pretty amazing that it went yeah. it was what 11 years 10 years i don't know a long time past the wheeze uh, yeah death essentially. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> people are dancing on your grave a whole
1: another console came and died yeah time. and people
0: are begging for the next switch
1: already yeah, and i yeah. know it's six yeah. years i we gotta we gotta see something about switch 2 or dude. Just, it's gotta be
0: the super nintendo switch right like they, it's gotta be yeah dude i i swear they're gonna release the next zelda game with the next switch pro. which is coming out of
1: may is it? Oh wait, are you talking about the next next Zelda game or Tears no, of the
0: Kingdom? No, the Tears of the Kingdom. Tears, Is that Tears out of the com-
1: It comes out in May. Oh, maybe yeah. I don't here's know what about. I'm th- here's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking we get Tears of the Kingdom to cap off the life of the uh, the Switch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, because that'll be after the Mario uh, Mario movie comes out, they're going to reveal the next Mario game and the next Switch side by side. We're going to see it. It'll probably come out next year. That's my guess, if not the very end of this year, um, which would make sense given uh, release histories. They've typically released Nintendo consoles at the end of the year in the November bracket. So with yeah. the exception of the Switch being released, I think, in March 2016, yeah, 2017,
0: 17, yeah. 17, yeah, March 2017.
1: Yeah, so I think I think that's what we're going to do. And uh, the next, like, clearly it's been, several, what, six years from the last Mario game as well? Or, like, the real, like, inter- iteration? Yeah, I think they'll probably time. go 2D, because traditionally 2D sells better than 3D. And uh, I really, for the love of God, please don't make it new Super Mario. <laughs> just make it a different, just make a new, a new, new game. I want a hand-drawn Mario, 2D Mario game. Give me a hand-drawn 2D Mario game. Dude, that'd be sweet. Right? Like, we know games can look fucking amazing hand-drawn. We've got Cuphead. We've got, um, what's the, uh, Hollow Knight. We've got, I can't even. There was even a Nintendo company that was doing, I think it was Next Level Games that did the WarioWare shake-up on the Wii. And that was all
0: hand-drawn. It was
1: fantastic.
0: Um, Yeah, man. That stuff's on a new level. Of
1: amazingness,
0: yeah. like the fact that Hollow Knight is, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another. I don't know, man. I, I'm not saying we don't need a new switch. I just don't. I don't know.
1: I, I agree. Let's I, see. I, let's I,
0: see what I, happens with Zelda, and yeah. if it handles it fine, the way that yeah. game looks, I would be shocked if it can handle it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. If there's one thing that we've proved through time, like people who develop games for specific platform, yeah. such as like uh, naughty Dog for PlayStation, like what they did with Last of Us Part Two on PlayStation 4 oh, was yeah. phenomenal. Before we played that game, we would have thought watching it that it was necessary to play on a next gen machine, right? Like well, even playing it on a PS4. Yeah. It felt like saying.
1: I was like this feels like a PlayStation 5 game should, Yeah,
0: would be this. Right. So oh, maybe was- Nintendo can do something similar with
1: They've always been like the masters of the first one. Like when it comes down to their first party games, they've always been the master of that sort of illusion. Yeah. Um. I know Pokemon just came out, but it should be noted that Pokemon is, is developed it's by not Game developed. Freak. Not yeah, exactly. Nintendo. Right. Exactly. Um, it's actually Pokemon's owned by a trifecta of companies. It's Nintendo Game Freak and can't think of the last one. There's another one in there and they make, all they deal with like all the weird little spinoff games. But so Nintendo, I'm sure, wants to get their grubby little mitts all over (laughs) Pokemon's full rights. But um, that's beside the point. But as far as their first party games, like Metroid Prime came out on the GameCube and had visuals that rivaled Halo on the Xbox, Mm -hmm. which was a much more powerful console than the GameCube, right? Yeah. And it's because Nintendo... They're uh, they're, they they know how to make their games top notch. Uh, I know there's some exceptions, Star Fox Zero being one of them. It looked great, but played like garbage. And uh, (laughs) we'll just pretend
0: it never came out. Yeah,
1: unless you love that game, and I'm sorry, but that's the worst Star
0: Fox game ever. (laughs) I can't say I've ever played it. (laughs) Oh, you're Uh, so lucky, (laughs) (laughs) and I will make sure not to now. Um not recommended by james i am only playing games i want to play and games james recommends that i play from now on games Personally. that you would never play recommended by james <laughs> yeah exactly put this on my do not playlist <laughs> as if i'm ever going to be somewhere being like hey Star Fox zero should i play this <laughs> james it's Tanner. on wii u oh yeah because yeah. who Did doesn't they- have one of those in their yeah. closet I have one, but. I got rid of mine out of anger. I've probably talked about this numerous oh, times. Did you really? When I found out they were going to release the Zelda on a new system. Oh, nice. <laughs> I got pissed off and uh, traded mine in.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Yeah.
0: Anyway, let's talk about this uh, Xbox funness, shall we? Uh, yeah. Xbox and Bethesda to present developer underscore direct live stream on January 25th. So this this is via the Xbox wire staff at xbox.com um, and thank you James for pulling these man yeah no problem um, so Xbox and developers so is this this is basically what will their version of you know Nintendo indie showcase or Nintendo director PlayStation State to play uh, yeah is kind of what it reminds me of they'll be discussing what will come out on uh game pass over the next few months um looks like arcane austin Mo Yang. is it mojang or mojang i would believe i would say yang yeah that's what i've always heard too
1: yeah and i probably like the other option is you go like spanish within okay mohang but (laughs) yeah let's not (laughs) i don't think that's
0: that's right (laughs) no uh turn 10 studios zenimax online and yeah. So it looks like they'll be talking about The Elder Scrolls Online which we are aware of. I mean that's been there for a long time Force of Moser sport. Minecraft Legends, that's a new one for me.
1: Yeah, didn't so they they've had a now no, uh, I think thinking they, they did a dungeon crawler Minecraft, right? Is that Minecraft Craft Legends?
0: Legends? That's Dungeons. Isn't oh, that's dungeons.
1: So, legends mindset. is a is a different thing. I, I think they showcased it last year at like their E three presentation, the Xbox and Bethesda E three present whatever. They really yeah. good. like one of the best presentations at E three. Besides, I think I can't remember who did a, did another good one. That there's there's two, and Xbox and Bethesda did a really good one. Um, and I believe Minecraft Legends was there. I can't. I couldn't
0: tell you what this game. I'm is I'm pretty about. sure it was at the Game Awards, uh, but I could be wrong oh. about that too. But um, anyway, now that yeah. my son's into Minecraft, it I used to be like, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> yeah. I'm well, in. then
1: and that's where I my kids are into it, but I just don't care. I've played it a few times with my youngest. Um, it's not really for me, but I get that. I appreciate the, what Minecraft is to. Minecraft is the Mar- Mario of the Gen Xers. No, no, that's wrong. No. I'm going the wrong way. Zers. Gen <laughs> yeah, Z. Yeah, man.
0: It's just crazy, dude. Like the yeah. generational impact that that like, because my uh, nephews who are 20. Yeah. Played that game. Minecraft. And my son, <laughs> who's five, is into Minecraft. And it's, I just think that's crazy. Yeah. That, uh, commonality. It's, it's
1: pretty wild because like, for me, like when S- Super Smash Bros revealed that Steve and all the Minecraft characters were going to be a character in, um, Smash Ultimate, everybody on the internet was all like, this is so dumb, blah, blah, well, not everybody, a lot of people on the internet, there's is the terrible choice, terrible choice, and I'm sitting here going like, I don't give a shit about Minecraft, but I can see that that is a brilliant choice, because to so many younger kids, Who've never really played Mario the way we grew up playing Mario, or Sonic the way we grew up playing Sonic. Minecraft is their Mario; it's their first like game that they've fallen in love with and gotten addicted to just playing more. and And it's a social game, so you pull your friends in, and you're having a great time. It's not a oh, you died, so it's my turn now, and (laughs) you suck at this game. I'm gonna play this (laughs) whole level. It's not like like it is a much more cooperative and like people are creating stories in it. Minecraft is the Mario of this new generation. And so it makes total sense to uh, include the Minecraft characters in a game that celebrates video games across all franchises now. Like,
0: yeah, like it like wasn't there's just a Mario yeah, Mario. There's Mario. Like if you buy the version on Nintendo, Nintendo, there's Mario. There's like a Mario level or something. Oh, cool. Like, it's a platform i mean it is it's a survival game like it's yeah it's like uh what's that game valheim van yeah no yeah. uh i think valheim isn't it
1: yeah i think so i know the one you're talking about anyway it's, it just came it's out a lot
0: recently like that but yeah it, it's in saying that minecraft goes further where it's like a platform in and of itself like
1: yeah and is, it's Lego,
0: the video game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's, I don't know. It's fascinating because now my son, every time I'm playing a game, he asks me, like, does, does it do this? Because in Minecraft, this happens. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, uh, not everything. He, he used to, he's only five. He used to love math and science shows. And now Minecraft, It's all he wants to talk about all the time.
1: Oh my God. So it's crazy. Um. Yeah. So, anyway, that that Bethesda Xbox showcase is uh, is happening on uh, Wednesday, January twenty fifth at twelve p.m. Pacific time or three p.m. Eastern time. So tune in. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm interested to know what's going to be there. I I hope like while they've kind of front run like front ended us with like all of the stuff that they we should expect to see there. I do hope we get some surprises. I'm not an Xbox player per se, but I do have Game Pass to play on PC. So I, I'm I'm interested. I hope we see some uh some uh, few surprises there.
0: Yeah, I just renewed Game Pass, found a deal we're in renewed it for like two years. So Yeah. I, I, I think Redfall's interesting that uh the oh, yeah. other why, yeah, I, I can't think of games that are coming out that ever. That's the out.
1: Arcane Studios one,
0: right? The yeah. um Arcane Austin. Oh sorry, right. Arcane Austin.
1: Yeah. The yeah. Uh, that's the Vampires, like mm. uh Dust Till Dawn esque um, yeah. class base. I don't know, what is it? Like survival shooter thing, but sure. I like Arcane for the most part. I don't know if I'm interested in Redfall, but I'm I know a lot of people who are really interested in it. So that's pretty pretty cool.
0: Um yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I mean, especially if you're now that on Game Pass. I mean, here's what I do with Game Pass. I'll definitely download it to my machine. I can tell you <laughs> that. I will use data to get it on and then Starfield's coming out this year. Oh like, yeah. They don't mention that they're talking about that and I don't because I think best. they're
1: specifically mentioning things in the next few months. Which maybe oh, it's uh. Maybe. Starfield
0: didn't get a release date, did it after they delayed it?
1: No, but they did say it's didn't they say it was supposed to be like the first half of this year? I don't know. So maybe it's early summer.
0: Yeah. Kind of crazy. They went from November to we don't know. Yeah. But, here but we I mean,
1: are. Yeah, hey, you're dealing with a game with over a thousand different planets. Yeah. God, <laughs> damn it. Who has time for this shit? Not I man, not. I. <laughs> but it's gotten from like a lot of like the early like what is it? The beta test reviewers or whatever. There's mm-hmm. a lot of positive feedback even from like people with like who go into that game pessimistic, which I would be going into that game heavily pessimistic after somebody told me there's a thousand planets.
0: Yeah. I don't um, I don't want to have anything to do with that. I think I'll if I play it I'll stick to the stuff that's already made for me and then yeah kind of just go from there so exactly um anyway yeah like james said look forward to that i'm sure it'll be streamed on the youtube or xbox channel or whatever so yeah um and then last week we uh asked for your game of the year and graphic mark fail mark fail i appreciate (laughs) your uh you know faithfulness to the show but pokemon really Pokemon Violet. I'm just teasing you, Mark. Um, Pokemon <laughs> Violet is Mark's game of the year. Which one did you did you play that one?
1: Yeah, I played Violet. My fiance played Scarlet. And she's still in there every night cracking out shinies like nobody's business. I can't even fathom. Like, I, I did some shiny hunting for the first time in my life collecting shiny Pokemon. And she's out there. She's got like boxes of them filled. And I'm like, I can't <laughs> and
0: she's can just like, office. Oh
1: look, I just ran into another one. I wasn't even looking for this one. I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, look,
0: I found a hundred dollars in this pocket.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, ugh. But yeah, uh, it's a fantastic Pokemon game. Graphic yeah. Mark. You're, you're bang on. Like this is one of the best uh, yeah. Pokemon games I've ever played. So
0: I'm just giving graphic Mark a hard time. He's done a lot of good for this show. So yeah feel like i you know have nothing but positive things to say about him except for i just want to give him a hard time uh <laughs> and at Sirbron 227 sent us a gif of kratos kratos kratos, kratos. <laughs> or locked in an intense battle what was your game of the year john <laughs> uh i like this game with kratos <laughs> kratos yeah i think i think yeah uh god of war i i do want to play um Elden Ring, man. It keeps going on sale and I keep looking at it do like... It. Get it on PlayStation know,
1: 5, we'll, we'll team up. I know,
0: I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could do that at some I, point.
1: I am literally in the process of finishing up another playthrough of it to get the the Platinum.
0: Nice. My all wife I always, have to do
1: is beat it uh, again, and that's it.
0: And that's it. My wife always she works till like midnight because she's yeah. an ED pharmacist and uh, she always wants me to stay up till she gets home, which is next to impossible because my bedtime's like nine. So, yeah. uh, but I bet if I bought bell- Elden Ring, I could come down here and you and I could nerd out on that for about oh, three yeah. hours a night and that would keep me awake. So, <laughs> there you uh, go. anyway, thoughts? Let me know. Should I do that? Good <laughs> idea, bad idea?
1: Another uh, episode of Good Idea,
0: Bad Idea. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And, um, well, yeah, let's... Oh, no, our question of the week. Sorry, I'm struggling here. Um, to it the is audience, past your bedtime. I'm just kidding. It is almost. Uh, <laughs> I think I just hear all the ruckus in the background, and then it's making me lose like my focus like uh, yeah. in my head, like, shut the hell up. With the impending showcase, James. Yes. What games would you like to see there? Is there a surprise announcement you would be hyped for?
1: I honestly... They announced it last E3 that within 12 months, all of the games they showed were, were going to be out, right? Silk Song was shown at that uh, presentation. So if they would shadow drop Silk Song, I don't care if it goes to Game Pass first and then to oh. everything else a, a little bit later, but if they shadow dropped it coming to Game Pass, I would be so pumped. Like today. Yeah, like like on the twenty fifth. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you like now that you say that, I I mean, I could. I don't know that I could see it being Silk Song, but I could. I I know. I don't think it would because
1: I know Silk Song got its first announcement on Nintendo Switch. So there's no way Nintendo has let go of its like <laughs> greasy little mitts on <laughs> on the right to have that first too. So, yeah. but if 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 only. Or maybe give us a date. Give us a date. But uh, that's that's something I would be stoked
0: for. Um, I want to see a remake of Fallout New Vegas.
1: Yes! Oh, my God. Look at you. You're coming out here, tugging on my heartstrings.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I never played it on... I loved 3, um, and I 4 was okay. And yeah. I've heard... New Vegas is better than 3. Oh, it's so much better. It's better than 4. I mean, yeah. it's...
1: Okay, so as far as the games go, Fallout 2 is the best. And then New Vegas. And then Fallout 1. But Fallout 1, personally, is my favorite. Fair enough. And that's uh, unbiased opinion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I notoriously slag on Fallout 3. I'm currently playing Fallout 3 on stream. Uh, on mondays and uh, it's just me like ah oh, this is the worst this is the stupidest <laughs> on like a game that came out in 2006 like almost 20 years ago that's yeah. almost 20 years old can you believe that fallout 3 no oh my god uh, but like it's um It's a game that, like at its time, took the franchise from a game, like basically a dying franchise, to what it is today, which is like you say Fallout, and like a thousand people know, uh, a thousand hundred thousand people know what you're talking about, Um, but you say Fallout. Uh, before that, and only a thousand people might even remotely know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> because honestly, it was not popular. And unfortunately, I fell in love with a not popular si- uh, series. So imagine that. And uh, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> your mo, though. <laughs> it really is. Um, which is, and then I hate it whenever it becomes popular. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, I, I do. I still love Fallout. I just Fallout through just rubs me the wrong way, only because it feels like. I've said it a hundred times. It feels like a fallout fan fiction in the sense that I'm I'm witnessing it. They're like, hey, look, we got this. This is from those old games, but we've completely changed it. But hey, there's a dog. His name's Dog Remember Dog Meat? Remember that dog from oh, only those few people that know? And then everybody else is like, There's a dog called Dog He's my best friend. <laughs> We're gonna have dog in every game. <laughs> And it's just like you have no idea what dog meat was in Fallout you One. You don't even know. You don't even know
0: <laughs> what dog meat and I have been through together. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, good. I, I I love the series. I just. Well, yeah. I would. I would be super stoked if they. I, I, I would do New Vegas because that would be. Uh, other than the fact that I would probably have to play it on an Xbox system or my PC, but
1: I don't think that they would announce it only because I don't see obsidian up there in the list of names of studios, but it does say including. So there could be other studios. I know Bethesda, um, what is it produced it, but unfortunately it was obsidian that, uh, developed, um, new Vegas. And, uh, there was like some, I think there was some butting of heads and parting of ways after new vegas um yeah with
0: but now the that President, they're all under the same roof again i'm wondering if maybe they can <laughs> yeah. figure it out i um, i hope
1: they can i hope they like yeah. the past is the past and they just see that you know what we can make something better and now that we're basically tied to, to the same company like all of our money is
0: going to the same place it's just moving money out of one pocket and putting it in the other so exactly yeah. and maybe i mean i was kind of going for the moon probably not with the 25th but you know sometimes <laughs> I like to- for the stars, because then yeah. I've heard you can land amongst them or something like <laughs> that. So anyway, James, yeah. let's get out of here. So before my son comes down here and yells at me. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. Uh hopefully Graphic Mark is not um unsubscribed and <laughs> following us. <laughs> you can follow the podcast at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. Uh, me, I'm at Johnny Samsonite on Twitter. Angie is at Stellar Smalls. Chris is at VG Occasion. James is at Butlord Primus. You can email us at podcast at com. Remember to sign up for our newsletter, mngamers.substack.com. And lastly, leave a five-star review on your listening thing of choice. Sounds like somebody's like chopping chopping wood in the background there, John.
1: Um but yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and tell a friend. Thanks. Right. bye, bye. <laughs> See you later, James. See ya. you have a good one. You too man. Bye bye.